Welcome to Top Advisor Marketing, where you will learn how to become a prolific online influencer, attract more ideal clients, and grow your practice. Brought to you by Top Advisor Podcasting, a done-for-you podcasting solution built just for trusted advisors. And now, your co-hosts of Top Advisor Marketing, Kirk Lowe and Matt Halloran. Hello and welcome to another Top Advisor Marketing Podcast. Today, we are going to be interviewing Ryan Van Sickle, Director of Advisor Development, and we're going to talk about the new dynamics of social event marketing. Now, before we get started, Ryan, I think it's important for everybody to have a chance to get to know you just a little bit better, because right people like to do business with people they like and have things in common with. Now, you and I got to hang out uh, down in Florida, which was super fun, found out that you and I actually have a halfway decent amount of things in common, but let's get a an opportunity for our listeners <laughs> to get to know you a little bit better. So. How did you get into social event marketing? I mean, how did you even dip your toe into this water? That's a great question. Um, So I started out, uh, my my vision in life was I was going to be a financial advisor. Uh, Started going to college for finance. Uh, My mother was an Edward Jones agent. That felt like my career destiny. Um, And while I still have a passion for that, what became my stepfather had a huge background in marketing. 30 years in marketing, billboard advertising, direct mail, um, and he had started a company and needed a sales guy. So I came in, wet behind the ears, and uh, he kind of showed me the ropes, and we fell into this niche that is a seminar and educational event marketing for financial advisors. Um, so I kept going to school and uh, really refined uh, my craft as far as the financial side so I could really connect well with the advisors. And it just so happens that uh, the best way to help them grow their business, I found, was through social event marketing. And I've really become a student of the social dynamic um, and the psychology behind the events, why they work, why a lot of advisors don't have success with them, and how we can fix those issues. So that's, that was 10 years ago, and fast forward to today, and I've been a part of probably a couple hundred thousand different events and learned a lot, and um, I love what I do. Let's let's talk about the company structure specifically because there has been some uh, rather large um, changes. Uh, that didn't seem like as powerful as I thought it was going to be there, Ryan. But there's been a lot of stuff going on at your organization. Would you mind talking about uh, about the merger and uh, really what your company is now and what the merger brings? Uh, because you know, if people had done business with you guys previously, um, this could be a great opportunity for them to reengage. Awesome. And thank you for asking that, too. Yeah, we're extremely excited. So we have been uh, operating as a few different companies for um, the last couple of years within our, our um, private equity portfolio. So you had Army 360, who was really the pioneer in the dinner seminar space for financial advisors going back 24 years. Uh, you also had Resource Solutions, who opened its doors in 2009. And then a company um, that was formerly known as IMS, and then leading response um, on our digital side, who's out in Frisco, Texas, and they're primarily on the Facebook marketing side, and they've been serving um, attorneys and lawyers on the lead generation side for about 10 years as well. So as of July 22nd, 2019, we've brought all three brands together under that leading response name, where the RS, the resource solution, and and, uh, Army 360 side are really serving the direct side, Um, and the digital arm is out in Frisco, Texas. So uh, we're working on right now uh, integrating the company. So we're not just seminars or not just lead generation, but 
We serve a variety of different verticals, and we provide seminar services. We provide lead generation, really new client acquisition strategies, whatever the best strategy is for the client. Uh, we want to be able to, to deliver that for them. So that's brand new. We're really excited about some new pricing models and technologies and just overall services that we'll be able to provide all of our clients. And um, we're, we're, we're right in the middle of everything right now, and hopefully we'll have some good updates um, for everybody, and uh, we'll be doing more press releases as time goes on and into 2020. Who is your ideal client? When you really talk about, look, if these are these are the... These are my favorite people to work with, whether that is financial services, whether that's attorneys. I mean, you and I were talking about plastic surgeons when we were down there. Uh, so yeah. who is your ideal client? So, it's, and you're right, it's not necessarily just financial advisors. We've helped uh, financial advisors and attorneys, medical professionals, uh, senior living communities, um, even franchises looking, looking to, um, to sell their franchises to uh, potential franchisees. It's really folks who are who sell a product or service that's considered a, a considered purchase. So something that's not a knee-jerk reaction, people want to do, do some, uh, some research and be educated on it. And we found that the seminar approach has been the most effective way for people to come in. They, they learn for an hour. They can break bread with other people who are like-minded, looking to accomplish the same goals, whatever those might be. And the advisor gets a chance or the medical professional or whatever the uh, the host is doing for their business, uh, they get a chance to build rapport with all the buying into the room, hopefully set some appointments and convert those folks. But at the end of the day, I think it comes down to the, the client has to be hungry to grow, and they're, they're looking for the most effective and consistent way to bring in new clients for their business. That makes sense. It does make sense. It makes a lot of sense. And I love that uh, you just coined something that I hadn't heard before, which was you said so considerate. Say that again. The type of it's a considered purchase. Considered purchase. Right. So it's a, yeah. So a high ticket item. You know, it's not not like going and purchasing, um, even like a TV, where that might be on the on the on the lower uh, lower end of the spectrum. But we're talking about moving potentially hundreds of thousands of dollars from one account to another, investing in a particular way, which could affect the rest of your life and might, you know, for some people who do it wrong, they might end up as a door greeter at Walmart one day. And mm -hmm. that's where our clients are trying to help those people avoid doing. So those are considered purchases, purchasing a large annuity or insurance policy or, you know, investments, whatever that looks like, getting a huge medical procedure done, purchasing a franchise as a new profession. There, there's all kinds of, uh, you know, consider, considerations out there. Um, and that's, that's exactly what that, that term refers to. When you look at the objections that you hear on a regular basis, we've all heard them in financial services marketing. How do you overcome some of those? And I'm going to ask you uh, two specifically. The first one is plate lickers. <laughs> ah, the plate lickers. That's probably what comes up the most. Yeah. Um, I think... Like I mentioned, Army 360, 24 years ago, really brought this idea of the dinner event. After doing some testing, they found that the dinner format has worked best. So it has taken on a life of its own throughout that 24-year period. So most advisors in this space have heard of dinner seminars, um, and whether they're on board or not, they're familiar with the, with the idea. Um, throughout that time, there's also been introduced the idea of just doing educational 
uh, events at libraries or colleges, and um, there, there's really a lot of benefits to doing each. We've just found the most success and the most consistent success, success excuse me, uh, with dinners. And um, we've got a ton of data that we provide our clients to help them make informed decisions in that regard. But a lot of them want to cut corners and not feed people because there obviously is an additional cost associated with that. Um, so when it comes down to the, the plate liquors, the first thing I'll do is ask a client, you know, what, what exactly is a plate liquor to you? And for the most part, when they stop to think about it, it really is someone who just comes to the dinner, the dinner event, has dinner, but doesn't book an appointment. And I don't think that's necessarily fair, um, considering if you go back to uh, the idea of it being considered purchase, it, they might need one, two, three seminars, or they might need a few months to make this decision. They're not go necessarily going to make up their mind that night at the event. That does not make them a quote-unquote plate liquor. That does not make them an unqualified prospect. Um, they just need some time to consider. And sure, there are going to be folks that come for the meal. That is part of the game. But at the, at the end of the day, the ROI definitely does not lie. Um, and I, I think once once advisors or the attorneys or medical professionals, once they get past that hurdle and realize what the food does is gives you an opportunity to have more at-bats, more buying units in the room, and, uh, you know, it really helps. And on the back end, I think one area that's often missed is that hour where people get to, uh, it allows your staff to go around and work the units in the room, and that's when you set your appointment. That hour is the most valuable hour where in the educational format, kind of like church, when it lets out, people get up, they might congregate for a few minutes, but people are out the door. Um, and if you if you tasked your pastor with trying to set appointments with folks once they let out service, I think you'd have a hard time. So sure. that's really what the dinner does is uh, provides a, uh, a format where people are comfortable. They're in a setting at, at a restaurant where they probably find themselves had you not invited them there. And then it gives you that hour to go through and maximize the efficiency of your event by getting people back to the office afterwards. Well, I don't know how often you get asked this question, but it's a question that really plagues me, which is, okay, so these people buy on their own time, right, which is very, very important. Uh, but of course. when somebody comes to the to the dinner and they don't set an appointment, how do you help the, the, the professional who's hiring you to help put on these, these educational events Follow up with those people. It seems like you put out a ten thousand piece mailer, and you know you get you get thirty buying units to show up, and and three people, ten people, whatever, make an appointment. What what happens to all of those other people, and what happens to their contact information? And I don't know, Ryan, help me with that. It's a great question. So um, we actually have a great piece of technology called Prospect Connect. So this is a a campaign management system and portal for the client to log into where they can manage the campaigns as they're happening. Um, and you're also going to have all of the historical data, all of the responder data that includes responder insights like the age, the asset bracket that they fall into, uh, the Zillow's estimate of their home, a Google street map, all kinds of tools, reports, and analytics. Um, so you can drip on those folks in the future. Um, we've got some email drip campaigns to keep uh, the to keep the prospects engaged afterwards, should they have not had an opportunity to set an appointment, maybe their schedule didn't align at the at the, at the time of the event. Um, maybe they made an RSVP for your event and didn't even end up making it. So you can status those folks and deploy campaigns to keep those folks engaged. 
Um, and there's definitely some great ROI tied on the back end of campaigns that's not a direct ROI from the event um, or from an appointment set at the event. Now, I think that everybody needs to reach out to you, and, and you and I know that. I We happen to be uh, you know, big fans of the the face to face building relationships, breaking bread with people. That's that's wildly powerful and super duper important. But I think that uh, first off, before I get to the my my next level questions here, what is the best way for them to reach out to you and your team and find out a little bit more about what you guys do? Great question. Best way to reach me uh, or to reach the company would be calling the the main office line here, obviously, and that's eight one three. 885-8200. Um, you can also re- uh, check out our website, www.leadingresponse.com. Do you prefer email? People should probably follow you on LinkedIn, right? So, uh, you know, just to, to kind of keep abreast of what's going on with the organization. Absolutely. So my name is Ryan Van Sickle with the space between Van and Sickle. Um, check me out on LinkedIn. Absolutely. Um, love new connections. Um, and then my email address is Ryan V at leadingresponse.com. That's R-Y-A-N-V, as in Victor, at leadingresponse.com. All right, now we're going to take a moment just to find out a little bit about who you are and really what makes you tick outside of work. So when you're not working, Ryan, what do you do for fun? What do I do for fun? So number one, I'm a huge gym enthusiast. So I typically am at the gym um, either before or after work between five and six days a week. so between that, I spend a ton of time at home with my fiance. We just purchased uh, our first home together. Um, so we've done a ton of renovations and um, furniture shopping and all that type of stuff, which has consumed a ton of my time this year so far. Uh, but beyond that, I'm a musician, so I play both guitar and drums. So I try to do as much of that as I can in my downtime. And uh, a, a bunch of reading. I try to read as much as I can. Uh, luckily, I do get some time um, on flights. I do travel quite a bit for work, so I get some good reading done there. As far as television, it's normally sports or Jeopardy. I am the self-proclaimed largest Jeopardy fan to ever walk the earth, and I try to watch it every night if if possible, if my fiance and I are home from the gym in time. Uh, otherwise, we actually record the episodes and watch them at a later time, so we, we don't miss one. Nice. All right, Ryan, what is the best advice? that you would give to a new advisor, a new agent, and also what is the best advice you've ever received? I think there, I think it's, it all kind of goes together. And the best advice I've ever received is something I, I personally live by every day. Um, you know, I, I think most people today want to be rich and successful. I think that's innate in most people. And there are definitely a variety of different ways to make that happen for yourself. When I was in my early 20s, a mentor of mine always told me that money and success are just a byproduct of doing the right thing for people. And, you know, when you stop and think about it, I think that's really powerful stuff. And that really stuck with me. And I can truly say that that one piece of advice has helped me get to a great place in my career today. That's awesome. Now. What is the one thing that you recommend most to family, friends, or clients? Now, this can be a book, it can be a TED Talk, it can be a song, a band. What is that one thing that's your kind of go-to thing that you find yourself giving out a lot? Giving out a lot. I think it's a, 
That's a really good question. I think after hearing this piece, it's another piece of advice, really. Um, I think I think that people find it really um, interesting when you have them consider a change in perspective. Um, I read this somewhere in the depths of some blog somewhere, and it's probably something a lot of people have heard before. Um, but I think a lot of us have very stressful lives. Um, that, you know, we were spread thin and we're trying to make time for this, that, and the other thing. And um, when, when you change your perspective, I, I think it makes life a lot more enjoyable. Um, and it just takes one small tweak about, you know, a real paradigm shift for, for an individual. So instead of waking up every day and, you know, saying to yourself, you know, I got to go into work this morning early and I have to do this spreadsheet and I have to prepare this for this and the boss needs this by that. Instead of I have to, just changing that to I get to and being grateful for the opportunity that's in front of you, um, I think that really can change the way that someone lives their life. Uh, I know personally that has been the case for myself, um, and I just spoke in an event um, about three weeks ago, and we, we went through and, and talked about just, just general advice and things that, you know, advice that we lend to others. Um, if they ask on a whim, sometimes Uber drivers will ask. Uh, you know, if you give me one piece of advice, what would it be? And that's normally my go-to. And I think the response is normally very well received because it's it's so simple, yet it's such a powerful thing at the end of the day. It really is. You know, Ryan, I don't think I've actually ever done this before, but I just realized, as you were saying, uh, the change in perspective and, you know, just those little shifts, that I should mm-hmm. have asked you a question when I was kind of, you know, challenging you on a, on a couple of other things. Do you mind if we kind of rewind a little bit and, and, and go back to one business question that I think is important for our listeners to understand about your organization? I don't mind at all. Okay. So here's the thing. So we talked about objections, right? We talked about the plate lickers and we talked about, you know, the follow-up aspect, but the other major objection that I just, for some reason, just had that epiphany and should have asked you earlier is, is the cost, right? I mean, doing yeah. a, a educational workshop is freaking expensive man how do you <laughs> over how do you overcome that objection and, and if i'm being too hard on you you can tell me not at all not at all so so one i, I think and, and what led you back into this was perspective yeah. number one we we never talk to advisors or medical professionals attorneys whoever the client may be putting on an event it is absolutely not a cost it is an investment period an investment implies that there's going to be some sort of return and that's what our goal is at the end of the day. So we help advisors change their thought process going into the event, which helps things be more fruitful in the end. But if you think of it as an investment, our goal is to have them put a dollar in and get somewhere between two and a half, three dollars, four dollars out. Um, so that, that's first and foremost. And I think it makes it a much easier pill to swallow uh, when you look at it that way. Um, but beyond that, there still is a tangible cost at the beginning of a campaign for most advisors. And some of that might be an obstacle. Um, you know, it's just tough to get into seminars when you don't have a lot of the marketing dollars up front. So we've done a couple of things. Number one, um, we're trying to help advisors not just do marketing, but actually with, we help them out with strategic goal planning. So we actually put together an entire campaign throughout an entire calendar year that aligns with their goals. So if their goal is to grow by $2 million in production year over year, we help them put together events strategically throughout the year on dates that make sense and aren't interrupted by holidays or anything like that. And then we'll take those campaigns and say, it's gonna cost you X amount of dollars 
and we'll divide those payments up equally throughout each month of the year. So you have one low flat monthly payment. Instead of having to come up with $8,000 one month and then nothing the next month and then $11,000 the next month. So it keeps it from a cash flow standpoint, it's very, very friendly, whereas most marketing for, for advisors is not, is not that way. Um, now, one other payment option, and this is our newest, our newest model, our Seminar Assurance Elite, they actually pay for the attendees that show up to the event after the event. So you only pay for folks that actually walk in, you get a chance to speak to, connect with, and you'd come back and report those folks to us that either attended or not attended, and you pay us after the event. So from a cash flow standpoint, it's not as much upfront cost until once the event has passed. So if you have a snowstorm and nobody shows up, you're out of pocket zero dollars, and we have to eat the cost. Well, hey, thanks for letting thanks me kind of uh, attack you on that, brother. I, I just wanted to make sure that uh, you know we we answered that question because I know that that's something that's going through advisors' minds. So Ryan, thank you very much for spending some time with us on the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast. Thanks so much for having me, man. We appreciate the time. Make sure that you go ahead and check out everything that's going on in, in Leading Response. Check out their website and all the information that Ryan had talked about earlier is going to be in the show notes uh, as you download the podcast. If you know somebody who needs to listen to this podcast, all you have to do is click that share button. Super, super easy. And if you have any topic ideas of things that you think we should talk about on the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast, or you have an amazing guest idea, just email me, Matt, at topadvisorm, and that M is for marketing.com. And if you know anybody who really truly should have their own podcast or you should have your own podcast, we have the simplest technique possible to make it so that it takes a very little of your time and you get maximum effort on the other side. So for Ryan and everybody at Leading Response, this is Matt Hallern, and we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Are you ready to change the way you communicate with your clients? Are you tired of being the best kept secret in your area? Learn how to become a prolific online influencer, attract more ideal clients, and grow your business. Contact us today and see what the power of podcasting can do for your business. Click on the Contact Us link on our website at topadvisormarketing.com and set up a call to learn more. Follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook for more updates and information. This was brought to you by iris.xyz a platform helping financial professionals become better in business and life through new media and new voices. Visit them and learn more at iris.xyz.